This is, so, is it on one or after one? It's know. always two. It's on the two. Wait, I said oh. three, two, one, and then there was a slight pause, <laughs> and then I clapped. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's supposed it's to be like Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> of course, now you're not going to know where to start mine because I just clapped three times. Nah, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen for the, was it on one or after one? Yep. <laughs> uh, last week was a little short. I think we're going to go a little long this week. How you guys feel about that? Uh, Elden Who knows? just came out today. Who knows? Oh, it did. It did. It did. Uh, I have it. I'm downloading it right now as we speak. Finished it just before we started. Nice. So you guys just want to cut this one short and go play Elden Rings? Is that what I'm I'm hearing? I'm actually going to play Lost Ark when we're done, so Elden Rings is going to save us (laughs) for a little bit. Mine won't be done downloading until Sunday. Oh, (laughs) jeez. You need to come visit me. Yeah. You know what? uh, A buddy of mine's got like... Uh, Mike, you guys, I think you guys have met Mike. He's got one of those stupid terabyte download things. I go to his yeah. house with my laptop, and if I got two or three new games, I set it down for like five minutes and pick it up, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want to bother him, so I'm thinking about going at lunch tomorrow in my truck and sitting out in his parking lot, <laughs> in his driveway with my phone, you know, and just soak it up real quick. Elden go. Ring was six minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and I don't know about you guys, but this week has murdered my uh, chutzpah, the energy level. Like two tests, two brand new subjects that we had to cover like a day and a half later, assignments. I'm just. <sighs> school is getting fun. Uh, for me, I'm about four weeks in. It's 25%. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in there. I'm actually yeah. on my two-week break. This is the week number two, so it's almost over. How's nice. that feeling? It's kind of nice. I mean, all I'm doing is working three days a week. And nothing else. Wow. Yeah, right? So it's it's a nice little refresher. I did. I it's, I haven't done this in, I can't even, probably not this, this century. Um, I went to bed like like 11 o'clock last night, and I did not wake up till 1 o'clock this afternoon. What? Holy crap. I nice. slept what? for 14 hours. I woke up, and I'm like, oh, well, I woke up about 5, because I normally wake up at 5, and I had to piss. That's like my normal wake-up time. So I woke up, I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't, no. I went back to bed, and I woke up again, I'm like, ah, I need to get up. It's probably like 10 o'clock or so. I grabbed my phone and looked at it, and it was like 108. I'm like, nah, that's not right. right. I got up, checked my laptop. 109. No, no, no. I went out to my truck and turned it on and looked at the clock and it said 110. I'm like, holy shit, I have slept half the day away. Holy crap. I and keep, I feel great. And I keep reading about how most of us have sleep debt and you have to catch up and yeah. you need days like that. You're just not getting the sleep you need every night. I have not had a day like that, no joke, at least in 10 years. I don't remember mm. sleeping that long. Alicia, when was the last time you slept for 14 hours? Um, probably the last time I was sick on a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) On a weekend. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, you still have to get the kids to school and do all the things Mm -hmm. on a weekday. So, Mm -hmm. but I got to take a step back on mine saying I haven't done it forever. Every time I go on vacation, the first day I always sleep for mm-hmm. like 10, 12 hours. I was going to say, I kind of, ritual. I thought I recalled you mentioning something about excessive yeah. sleep, you know, to first start off vacations. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So first time non vacation. Yep. For me, is whenever I'm hungover, is when I sleep that long. <laughs> I don't sleep well when I'm hungover. I don't either. Oh, I, I do. I sleep real up. good. Take all kinds of drugs yeah. to even it out, you know, like mm. ibuprofen. 
Well, yeah. Matt, you want to tell us about Monday nights? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're about to hit episode number 50 as of this recording. So we'll have already come and passed when this comes live of uh, Age of Heroes. We're doing 50. Yeah. 5E version of an old campaign called Shackled City. Uh, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, non-daylight savings time, which is about to change. But when it changes for us, I think we're going to keep it at 9 o'clock. And Mike, who lives in Australia, has said it probably will work out for him that way, too. So we're going to keep nice. it at 9 o'clock instead of going back to 8 o'clock. Uh, and then it's live on Twitch at 9 o'clock. We're going to start doing, we discussed this, we're going to start doing two-hour episodes. That's Whoa. The goal. Every, 9 to 11 every Monday. Like, nice. Just we're starting to really get into it. We've been doing an hour and fifteen to an hour and forty-five somewhere there, but just set it at two hours, and then it'll go to YouTube and it will go to a podcast, which I have started and I have the Woo-hoo. first five episodes. Yay! Nice. Which I think that's that the amazing. I think that might be the plan is to drop the first five because you know people will listen to a podcast. It's like I'm going to listen to five episodes. If I like it by then, I'll stick around. By then, I have an idea. Because the characters kind of get in the groove, the DM gets in the groove, and, yeah. You know, everything starts to smooth out. So that will be coming out soon. Um, I don't know when though. So keep that out. We'll keep you posted. Uh, yeah, if you want to know, sure. jump on our Discord server. That's where we communicate the most. Yeah, we have an announcements channel, so you can mute everything else. But uh, that way, we'll keep you apprised of what's happening within the BPN. Sweet. So last week, Alicia. Yes. Do you remember where we left off? I do. Um, one of the spared, Morgov, had kind of peeped out at us as we were finishing up with Gamogen, the ice devil, um, who did not stick around to finish the fight. Um, nah. <laughs> but we got nice. the but we got the ring we wanted. So um we got that from him and we got the um an amulet off of the uh, what used to be Daris, and um, right. So Morgav is leading us deep into the tunnels beneath the Heptaric Locus where we were fighting, um, and we looked up and were about to be ambushed. I think by some pale blue-veined, kind of zombified, spared people. Uh, with bows that were clinging to the roof. Yeah, clinging to the roof, about to fire upon you. Yep, and yep. Uh, v- zombified versions of the spared is actually a pretty good description. Where Morgiv is very loose and large and has jowls and about 17 chins underneath his nose. These guys are gaunt. They have very loose skin hanging from bones. And you see these like glistening teeth that are spiked onto sides and blue veins arching up their neck crawling towards their eyeballs and I guess this is where you can roll initiative let's start with Volantre I said before we start recording that if this (laughs) dice fails me I'm throwing it away and buying a new one Yeah, we are not off to a great start (laughs) (laughs) I just rolled a one (laughs) which means my initiative is an 11 I <laughs> love it. Somebody's uh, dice can be sent 
care of Back Patio Network. (laughs) (laughs) Safi. 15. And Hadassah. 16. That is better than what I rolled for you. So let's hit the resort button and find out what happens next. Wes. Yes. I have a question that has been nagging me probably for uh, the last two years. Oh. What do you mean when you say that's better than I had rolled for you? Oh, I have a tactical console that I use. So whenever I pop up with combat, it populates everybody's initiative for you based on uh-huh. the character sheet that I have in front of me. So I could roll your initiatives for you, but I really like it when characters roll. Okay, so it auto rolls, but yeah, you're using out. Okay, yeah, because you say it all the time. It's better than I rolled. I'm like, are you rolling your initiative? Why? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay, auto populate. I don't forever, actually. and I just, I just now, I was like, I've got to know right now. Okay, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> Believe me, if it took any effort at all, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> the one that is labeled number one, which is going to be this one right here. Why can't I see? Oh, I don't did not check the box. One second. In the box, a checkbox, hopefully, but no. There we go. A check is going into that box. Now you can see. Number one, let's fly. And he is shooting it at. Oh, I really feel, and I hate to do this because I know how many hit points he has. Uh huh. Unfortunately, I think it's going to fire upon Morgiv. You guys might be stranded in the deep dark. <laughs> Well, I guess I should roll his initiative first. Maybe he rolls higher than these guys. <laughs> he did is not even area close. in the center a hole? It is a hole. Okay, okay. Uh, it's more of a... Uh, no, it is a stalagmite, because it might touch the sky. So they're okay, above so, it, shooting down. So they're higher than it. Okay. I was yes. about to say, is it in line of sight, but I got you. Yep, because they are above it. That's why they're clinging to the ceiling. They drop down, and they fire upon Morgiv, who is... Unwittingly jumped into the middle of this combat. <laughs> really? That is a really good roll. Well, guys, we're stranded down here. Oh, and I rolled max damage. Oh, gosh. Don't kill our guide. <laughs> I am going to have to look up some information here because I was not expecting Mr. Morgiv to be in this combat. So, he's not included in a lot of this. Hold on, hold on, we'll find it here. Where you at? There he is. Oh, oh, not dead yet, but very, very hurt. Morgiv screams in pain as as an arrow just arches out of the sky and pierces like a shoulder and like he stumbles back and unfortunately these guys can attack twice so they're gonna fire a second time because they really liked what they did there yep okay here we go well that's not max at least he is unconscious he is lying on the ground bleeding out well, he is not 16th level he <laughs> is not uh, and well, that... that's just great <laughs> All right, so that guy is finished with his turn, and his buddies laugh as they watch Morgiv hit the deck. Hadassah, okay. it is your turn. So there is, so what I'm looking at here is us kind of in an entryway sort of a space. Morgiv a few squares out 
ahead of us. Um, and then in the center of the room, there is what looks like some sort of hole or rock formation or stalagmite. Uh, that that giant thing is a stalagmite. Yes. Okay. So are they then kind of hiding behind this thing and shooting around it? Uh, they are above it, hanging from the ceiling. Or above it. How high is the ceiling? Twenty-five feet. Mm-hmm. You just made that. I did. <laughs> We saw, I, yeah. I saw we it saw drain from your eyes. Yep. Like, like you had to ask that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do have to ask that because I used my once a day fly ability on the previous fight. So, um, I don't know. Like, can I, if, if I ran over there, could I get to them? Like, how is the terrain here? Will it kind of... Oh, it's very difficult. However, thanks to this stalagmite, uh-huh. you could run up it and take a flying attack at it. Oh, I like that. But I need some acrobatics rolls if that's what you're going to do. Oh, we can do an acrobatics roll. I'm good with that. That's, <laughs> that's one of the skills I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have many. Alrighty. Plus four. Yeah. No, nah, it's pretty good. Alrighty. And that's if you have enough movement. Let's see. I don't know. Because you don't have any feats that let you do spectacular attacks like that. Uh, let's see. Um, this was another system I could let you get away with it. That's going to be iffy. It's 40 feet of movement to the stalagmite for me. Yeah, and it's going to be like another 20 feet up. So that's already 60 feet and then a leaping attack. Probably not quite going to be able to pull it off this round. But you could move into a more advantageous place. Okay. Then that's um, I'm gonna first I'm going to take the measurement tool off so I can move my character <laughs> <laughs> now that I figured out how to use it it's like oh this is great but then I forget to turn it off so I'm gonna move around so that I am standing in front of Morgev and um, let's see let's see do I do I have enough um, action left to cast a spell? I think so. How far did you move? Mm. Just a single move action, right? Let me turn the little measurement tool back on. <laughs> Is this difficult to read? Uh, no. 25 no. feet. We'll say there. So 25 feet. You should be good. Okay. So it's just, it, that's just a move action. So if you have a single action spell, yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's a single action spell. It darn well ought to be. It's pretty basic. Y'all basic. It is basic. But you know what? It's better than just not hitting them at all. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Duration, instantaneous. Yep. Okay, that should work. Um, she is going to cast Magic Missile at... What? How about number one? Then roll to some damage. Yeah. I think this is the first time I've actually used this with her. Where are my spells? 5D4. Wow, that's pretty hefty. Yeah. It's not bad I mean, for an unerring attack. Yep. 5d4 plus 5. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, 15 points of damage. Very, very nice. And that's on number one. Yep. 15 points of damage. Something weird has happened. I'll figure that out in a minute. That means we are on to Safi. Uh, Safi's going to move to where he's essentially straight across from number one. 
but there's no stalagmite between us. And from there, we're going to cast Stabilize on our guide. I'm not sure if he's dead or not, but I'm going to make sure if he isn't, that he doesn't become that way. You can do a free heal check. Okay. Right. Find the right mouse. <laughs> multiple, uh, multiple computers. Yeah. 21. Uh, 21, yeah. He is still breathing and seems to be alive. He's just bleeding profusely. Yeah, cast stabilize. Uh, so 25 he, plus 5 every two. Yeah, so I'm within range. Yep. So you stop the bleeding. He is breathing calmly. He is stabilized, no longer dying. Just yep. not Automatically upright. stabilized and does not lose any further hit points. However, right. if it takes more damage, it continues to bleed. Right. Number three is going to effectively take a charge action. Down to Hadassah and will attempt to grab you. Ooh, that's a good roll. It is going to be a 27 versus your combat maneuver defense. It's a what? what 27. Seven. Uh, no. Like a flash, he is in front of you and trying to grab you, and you fight him off, and he's going, uh oh, what did I do? <laughs> now you're and stuck beside her. Yeah, I know. Now, it's like I was trying to figure out how I was going to get to them. Yeah. Valandre, your turn. All right. So I have a couple of questions about what has just happened. First off, one, how are they attached to the ceiling? With their feet. And the number three, when it moved towards Hadassah, how did it travel? Like it was flying. Okay. Or at least falling with style. More like flying or more like falling with style? Like, did it run across the ceiling and get close to her and then fall towards her, or did it just zoom straight towards her? It was more like falling with style. Okay. Volantre notices this and sees the two that's on the ceiling, and I'm going to do something, and if this is against the rules, I will do something completely different. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you it's against the rules. It's Volantre. I'm going to cast Acid Pit on the roof in the 10 by 10 foot square that is covering one and number two, forcing them off of the roof and falling into the ground. Yes, the absolutely. I love that Like them falling into the pit would not work, but if no, you're trying to remove how they're holding on to the ceiling, Correct. then yes, uh, you can at least attempt it. I am casting Acid Pit in the... On the ceiling. The 10 foot by 10 foot hole on the ceiling. And it extends 70 feet into the air, so. All right. I am going to give number one an acrobatics check. He was able to reduce falling damage by a little bit. Number two failed that check. So one will take a little bit of damage. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't think the acid pit specifies ground. It just says flat surface, right? Horizontal surface. That's all it says. Yeah. It only references dungeon floor versus the deck of a ship, but it just says horizontal surface. I will go with it. So number two takes a fair bit of damage. Number one is going to take a little bit more damage. And number one is the one that got hit by some magic missile a second ago. So he's doubly hurt. I mean, he just fell like 25 feet. That's not that much. I mean, it's still a chunk. It's 1d6 per 10 feet, so... Oh, 2d6. You know, that's it's n- not nothing. Especially to take both of them out. Now they're both on the ground. 
which is even better for all involved. I love that. You know what? Hey, hero point. All right. I agree. Yay. I agree. I wasn't was supposed to say anything. That was yep. pretty smart. Yeah. And now, Volantre also being smart, sees that Hadassah is attacking number three and decides to move around to the other side of him to flank. And that will provoke an attack of opportunity. He'll take it. It's just a claw that swipes out and he misses miserably. And now it is going to be number two's turn. And it's a little stunned. If you fall and take damage, you're prone. Yes, absolutely. So they are, he's going to take a move action to stand up. He's going to take another free action to clear the cobwebs from his uh, very zombified head. (laughs) And then he is going to move around 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35. And is going to move around the stalagmite and not quite flank, but it looks like he's heading over to the direction to flank Hadassah with number three. And we are going to move on to the end of round one. Now we're on round two. And that means we're back to number one, who is also not really happy. He's been hurt a little bit. Although you will notice some of the wounds heal over at the beginning of their turns. Gross. Wonderful. And then this one is going to charge Safi. I'm invisible, if that matters. It does. Thank goodness. So they don't even know you're there. So he is just going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and move around out of the way of Hadassah. Not through your threatened area. And we'll flank Hadassah with number three. Now Hadassah is in deep, deep trouble. Or is she? Your turn. (laughs) Well, it really depends on how many hit points they have. Um, All right. Well, she is... Let's see. With one on either side, I'm gonna leave number three in Volantre's capable claws and turn her attention to number one that just decided to come and flank. So, since he came to me, I'm gonna take a full attack on him. So, on the one hand, I hit a 24. On the other hand, I rolled a one. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so I mean, it does roll, happen. <laughs> if like, you have a plus twenty-three to that roll, you cannot critically fail. It will not happen. If she unless you roll one. another one, so roll again. Let's see. Let's find out. Nope. Roll to six. Don't roll another one. Roll to six. That is an automatic okay. failure. All right. No critical failure, luckily, Just because I saw Casey failure. bring up that table, and they're pretty nasty. Maybe you, uh, yeah. maybe you get sick from both ends. Who knows? Or maybe um, you turn to gold. Hey. Oh, right? Yeah. As long as it's um, the Midas right? touch. But that's just the first attack. All right. Let's try again. I think we should institute a new rule that if you fail with a one on your first attack, oh, you lose the rest of your attacks. No. <laughs> I actually was thinking about that driving home today. (laughs) I am not joking. When I was driving home today, I was like, maybe whenever I had that fail, why did I still get to attack? Because if I was running through and I 
crap my pants and <laughs> sprayed somebody. I'm probably not going to keep hitting. Right, right. After that right. happens. Uh, way to back me up there, Casey. Thank you for that. Uh, maybe just maybe just on critical fails. Okay. It's, it's pretty exhausting to like blow it out both ends. <laughs> I mean, I'm in bed for a day when that happens. So do I keep rolling? Yes, of course. All right. Um, does a 27 yes. hit? Yes. Oh, excellent. And let's try the last one. Oh, this die is not rolling well for me today. 12 doesn't hit. So we only, no. got, we only got one hit out of that. Oh, that's pretty bad for it, honestly. That is. However, you probably still killed him with 17,000 points of damage. If I know Hadassah's damage rolls. She's not raging yet, so. Oh, new. All right. Uh, 17,000 minus one. <laughs> yeah. Um, 32 points of damage. Does not react to the damage the way you might have thought. Okay. They seem to be a little resistant. Their skin's a little tougher for some odd reason. All right, Hadassah, that's a full attack action. Yep. Any free actions? Uh, nah. All right, Savi, your turn. I kind of want to do something, but it might hinder Hadassah a little bit for a round. Um, can I'm I okay do with a, uh, a knowledge check? Uh are these things obviously undead? Yeah, this would be knowledge religion. Knowledge religion. That I have. That's... <laughs> Roll the three. That gives me a total of 26. You can know several things about these creatures. They are, for sure, vampire skulks. That's they do seem right. to have some class abilities. Okay. What else would How you like we... to know? I'd like to know how to stop their regeneration. So to kill a vampire, several different ways to do it, according to the Pathfinder rules. Cutting their head off, holy wafer, stake through the heart, that sort of thing. Cutting their head off and anointing it with holy water is a really good start. Okay, so there's no, like a troll, you give it fire or acid, it will stop Correct. it. There's nothing that does that to the vampire. Not that I see on the list. I haven't okay. seen it. I could have missed it. And if I did, please let me know on the Discord server. But I don't see it on the list. Do I have another piece of knowledge? Yes. Can they be blinded? Are they immune to blinding? They are not immune to blinding. Oh, okay. and one more for free. They are extremely susceptible to daylight. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to cast daylight right now. I'm going to cast a spell that I haven't. I really want to try, and I'm sorry, Hadassah. But I think you're <laughs> going to make your saving throw. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> I am going to center a burst of radiance right in the middle of all of them. And actually, no, I don't want to. I'm going to put it right here. It's got a 10 foot radius. So I don't want to accidentally hit both of my other party members. Just one. Just one. <laughs> I have to hit Hadassah if I'm going to hit all three. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, burst of radiance. Everybody needs to give me a reflex saving throw. Is it mind affecting? Uh, it is not. This is a good evocation light spell. Then nope. So what 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 will say what save did you need? A reflex. Reflex save. Reflex. Oh save. no. Oh actually reflex is really good for these guys. Alright, number one. Rolled a one. Number one failed. <laughs> okay. Number three rolled a thirty-one. 
And number two rolled a 27. Succeed. So number one is blinded for three rounds. And even with a uh, uh, Hadassah, what's your saving throw? 32. Yeah, you're good. So even with a a successful saving throw, they all evil creatures take damage regardless. So the all three of them take five d four points of damage. Ooh, nice. and Hadassah too, I think, right? <laughs> Are you evil? We're about to find out. Uh. <laughs> uh, nine. They all take eleven points of holy radiant damage. Nice. And Hadassah does not, unless you're evil. Not today. Yay! All right, it worked out great. You're not blinded and you're not evil. It would be great if you could change your alignment per the day. You wake up evil today, wake up good tomorrow. I think there's a a magic item that changes your alignment. I think. Maybe I'm thinking older older school, but I know there's one that changes your gender. (laughs) Like in first or second edition. Like you put it on, if you're a man, you turn into a woman. I I, I think I remember that. Yeah, I forgot what it was. It's a cursed item too. Like you can't just like put it on, take it off, get that, yeah. remove the curse. I mean, that could be fun, right? You know, <laughs> cross dress on the weekends. Well, if it's cursed, it's not on the weekends. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remove curse, and you know, Safi's a priest; he can remove curses all day. <laughs> just take some diamond dust. Yeah, that's right. Anything else, Mister Safi? Because that was a pretty good little move. Uh, it's uh, also an attack, so you're now visible. Uh, that's true. Nope, I'm going to stay where I am, and there are no bonus actions in this game. So, yeah, I'm done. All right, number three. I'm going to have to say that number one, without uh, being able to see. Yeah. 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 Doesn't have blind fight or any of those things, so he's basically a helpless creature at this point in combat. Being blinded in the middle of it is no longer flanking Hadassah, so number three gets no bonuses. However, he sees this holy priest who just just hit them with uh, holy radiant damage, and he's not too happy about it. He is going to five foot step over, and he's going to attack Safi. I would like to use an immediate action. Okay. Is it a uh, mind affecting? Let me see. Because that's I, I think it. that one is. I haven't seen this. I haven't used this in a while. Yeah. Let's double check. Yeah. Let me look. Find it. Because these are mindless creatures bent on the death of all around them. So adoration uh, is a abjuration spell. Um... Any opponent attempting to directly attack the warded creature, even with a targeted spell, must make a will save. If succeeding, the opponent can attack normally. It doesn't specify that it's mind-affecting. Let me just keep reading here. It's it's listed. It, this, it The ability is adoration, but it's considered a sanctuary spell for the, the attack. Yep. I don't see so. mind-affecting anywhere, so nope. So will okay. save, you say? Yes. Give me a will save. Why do you attack Safi? No, no. I just go back and That's, get hit at us. It's only a 22. That's a fail. Oh, <laughs> so he goes to stab you with a nasty, vicious looking dagger. No, no, and I love you. Don't attack me. Changes you, his you mind. You're blind. I'm sorry I hurt you. Go, go. And he'll try again. Oh, shit. 
Okay, I can only do it once around. It's only a five foot step. <laughs> yeah, it's a, He's like, it's oh, a reaction only, so I, I can't, can't do, more. do it. All right, well, maybe this time. Oh, that's a nice roll. That's a hit. 26. <laughs> you don't have to roll, just a roll of one. Uh, let's see. Okay. It is a vicious dagger, so it does extra damage on its way out. Oh, no. Ugh. Might have to flash him. <laughs> 14 points of damage on Safi. Okay. I'm still in my temporary Just, hit points. Uh, all right. They don't like... They rear up and, and don't really love you at all. Is there any kind of like negative energy or anything I got to worry about? Not on that attack, no. Okay. And now it's Volantre's turn. Your good buddy Safi just got to react. Volantre is going to follow suit and take a five-foot step diagonally and then do a full attack action against this creature. Oh, starting out, you got to get it. <laughs> starting out with his gore, uh, which is the unicorn horn, uh, straight to his back. Oh, oh that is a, um, a 37 to hit. That'll hit. Um, it's going to be a total of 25 points of damage. Doesn't seem to hurt as much as you would like. Then I'm going to start clawing him. For the first claw, I just rolled a natural 20, so I am liking the dice today. They are not critable. All right, then I hit, and uh, I deal a total of... Ooh, I take that back. That must have been something else I was looking at. They are critable. Oh, okay. Um, then in that case, let me roll for the... Confirm, that's a 39 to confirm. That'll hit. That'll confirm a critical. Just, I'm going to say these guys just roll damage. Okay. So that's double dice and double add, right? Yes. 55 total points of damage <laughs> for that first, for that claw. Unconscious on the ground. I told you. And... <laughs> I can't do anything, so I'm just going to continue to attack. Okay. Uh, how much damage did you do? 55? Yes. Okay. So claw number two. Automatic hit, just roll damage. Oh, yeah. 25 as well, points of damage. And claw number three. Not claw number three, bite, sorry. <laughs> is 26 points of damage. My D6 right. is my one rolling ones this entire time. What was the last damage? 26. And since you with two claws, is there a rend? Oh, yeah, there is a rend. Thank you for reminding me. Welcome. That's going to be uh, 28 points of damage. Another 28 points just from rend? Yeah, it's a 1d6 plus 22, and I rolled a four. <gasps> oh, wait, sorry, 26. 26. Okay, so I can heal some of this back. All right. You can heal two back. Well, Volantre, that was pretty good. The rest of the creatures have watched you just tear their buddy to pieces. Well, only one did. The other one just kind of heard noises. <laughs> He's blinded. Heard he just, he just heard like squelching. the wet sounds from five feet away. <laughs> uh, he says something like, uh, did you get him? Did you get him? Did you get him? Are you tearing them apart? Yeah, let's kill these. Might actually sound like one of them feeding, so it might be encouraged. Yeah. All right. Suck their blood. Now it is number two's turn, and to his horror, 
just watched his buddy get torn up. But however, these are mindless creatures bent on the destruction of all around them. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Moves around out of Hadassah's reach. Goes towards Safi and wants oh, to no. give him a big old hug. <laughs> Safi loves hugs. I do love hugs. He reaches towards you with his teeth bared, reaching for your neck. That is going to be a hit. A 17 versus your combat what? maneuver defense. Oh, combat maneuver. That's a fail. Oh, My CMD is actually pretty spectacular. Right. He goes to give Hatsafi a big hug and misses. Oh, no, fucks. I still hug him. <laughs> Just don't then, let him bite me. Sassafi and then you like jujitsu out of the hold. affectionate yeah. nature there. <laughs> It's not your fault, you're the vampire. We're on to round three. You see some of the wounds on number one heal up just the tiniest bit. And he is going to stumble around. This is his second round of blindness. Uh, it's actually, this is actually his first round. Is it his first? Okay. It's his first. So he's got two more rounds. Uh, he's going to immediately transform into gas. He is fog on the ground. It is the type of action that will provoke an attack of opportunity. Excellent. I will take that attack of opportunity. You have the chance to kill him or knock him out anyway. Alright. That is going to be... It's flat-footed. Sorry, trying to find the right one on my little spreadsheet here. What does vampire gas smell like? Hot dogs. <laughs> Hot dog water. <laughs> That's going to be a 28 to hit. That'll hit? Excellent. Murder him. Yeah. 36 points of damage. Unconscious on the ground. He was attempting to transform into gas, and now he's out cold. <laughs> that will bring us to Hadassah's turn. Wonderful. So the minute that one of them moved towards Safi, um, Hadassah's eyes washed black. Her The runes on her arms and forehead started blazing, and she kind of started vibrating with um, a few spell-like abilities and <laughs> lots and lots of anger. <laughs> anger comes spewing forth. Yeah, yeah. And since he uh, is now down, she steps over the unconscious vampire and takes her anger out on the one that is attacking Sophie currently. Oh, you're really in trouble now. Die does not like me at oh, all no. today. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> was it a one? No, it wasn't. Okay. But but we're still doing all the things. So it was still a 35 to hit. That'll hit. Doesn't like you. Rolled a 12. The 12 is fine. Holy moly. All right. How does a 19 to hit look? 19 misses. Oh, wait, I've got Safi flanking, right? No, not no, from here. You to the wrong space. Okay. All right. 
That's a little better. And that is threatening critical. So that's a 28 to hit. Threatening 28 will hit. Excellent. We already said just double damage for the crit. If you roll it, yep. All right. Confirm. Confirm. So. Mm, 19. 19 does not confirm. Right. Normal damage. <laughs> I cannot Sorry. get these dice out of the single digits tonight. Man, these guys have lasted about four rounds longer than I thought they would. <laughs> All right. So that's two hits regular on both of them. So... So, 34 points of damage on the first one, and 35 points of damage on the second one. He is still up. Seems to be fairly resistant to your physical attacks, even with that pretty glowy weapon. And that will bring us to Safi. Safi is going to take a five-foot step to the right. Um... That ability I have called Wine to Water, where I can turn my alcoholic beverages into healing potions. It can also turn alcoholic beverages into very potent holy water. Oh, nice. That's so cool. So it's still beer. So he turned, it's a, it's an action to, to perform this ability. So he turns a mug of ale to holy water, takes a sip, and then pours it on the vampire to the south of me. Starts to st- Steam up, pouring out of it. And he takes 16 points of holy water damage. Ooh, that's number three. Whatever's left of him, I think he's mangled like... It's just... a bloodied perk on Fallout 76. It just, exactly. you know, chunks everywhere. Anything else, Savi? That's it. Love it. Uh, so number three, the one that you just dumped the water on, taking 16 points of holy water damage, slowly starts to heal over. I thought that would work. Number three slowly starts to heal over. And Volantre, it's your turn. Uh, Volantre's just going to go around. Um, he's going to say, excuse me, to go between Safi and uh, Hadassah and just move right there. Um, since that's a move action, I'm going to take my single attack against number two. And I'm going to reach out and claw him. And that is going to be a total of 28. That'll hit. And that is max damage, 30 right now. He is unconscious. You are officially out of... Well, we're going to have to keep going round by round just to kind of keep things on the healing side for these things. So anything else, Volantre? Um, That's it for this round. Okay. Yeah, because you had to move too far, so you can't do a full attack action. Correct. That will bring us around to number two, who is the one that you just took out. And you see some of the wounds heal back over. And this one actually looks like it might come alive pretty quickly. Uh, Number one heals over a little bit. Hadassah, it is your turn. Okay, so all three of them are down right now? Correct. Excellent. And you said that they appear to be vampiric or undead or something like that? They appear, yes. That's what Safi told you anyway. Well, they're vampires. Oh, good to know. She is going to sheathe her falchion and pull out her bag and I'm going to take a page from one of my previous characters' books. She pulls out a uh, little 
uh, canteen with a very, opens it up, has a very pungent smell, and she begins sprinkling it over each one of them. Okay. What's in that canteen? Kerosene. <laughs> okay. It's surprisingly cheap in Pathfinder. <laughs> uh, All so right. She starts digging. Yeah, she starts digging in the bag. She's like, "Anybody got a light?" And Safi, it's your turn. Um, don't I actually don't think I have any way to create fire with this character. What? I'm looking at my inventory to see if I have anything that I can fashion into a stake. Because I, I know that, right? You said my basically my yes. knowledge check. Your that. knowledge check was pretty good, especially for vampires and uh, how difficult these guys are. Uh, you have the stake through the heart. However, if the stake is ever removed, they can begin to heal over again. The only way to utterly destroy them is to cut off their heads. And then uh, I think it's a ritual with holy water. Oh, okay. Uh, could. Well, you're going to burn them. That's cool. Can you chop their heads off? I, it's gruesome, but I can kill them forever. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, and direct daylight will also murder them after a few rounds. We don't have access to daylight, as far as I can. As far as I remember, I'm not right. We're yes. really far underground, deep into some windy, windy areas. Do you say any of this out loud for Volantra to hear? I, yeah, I'm just kind of mumbling to myself, like, oh, we need daylight, or chop the head off and do some holy water. You know, or, no, flowers don't work no more. I can uh, take them to the sun. Like, you can drop them outside? Yes. It's it's going to take a while to get them back outside. No. Oh. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess not. Never mind. Uh, oh, and Morgiv snores. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Okay, yeah, take them to the sun. They die there. And I'm going to walk over to Morgan. Uh, we're at, are we at a combat? No, you said we're still doing round by round. So that's Yeah, it. having to do some round work here simply for keeping track of everything. So it is still technically Safi's turn. Uh, I'm going to walk over and I'm going to just cast a level one healing spell. I don't know how many hit points this guy has and I don't want to waste a heal on him. So yeah. I'm just casting uh, Kill Light Wounds and he'll get 13 hit points back. Uh, that will bring him back to consciousness, and he's about halfway to where he needs to be. Okay. Like another 10 hit points. Auto heal him to full. That's the end of his turn. Vampire number three begins to heal a little bit. Volantre, your turn. All right, so I'm assuming that if someone is unconscious, they cannot resist a teleport, right? Nope. They are right. luggage. So I take the <laughs> five-foot step forward and grab all three of the vampires and... What remains of number well, two of the vampires and what remains of number three, <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and cast just greater teleport, and I am going to teleport out to the path that we were taking outside of Sandpoint as we were traveling, where there were no woods. It's just kind of out in the middle of the open, and yeah. I am just going to poop into existence there and leave their bodies. Oh man. It's cl- like I want to say it's cloudy. Hadassah <laughs> <laughs> like pokes her head through. She's like, we could still light him on fire. Because if actually you bring them to the path, <laughs> which path are you bringing them to? Let's clarify that. So I'm trying. Sorry, let me pull up my map of Clarion. Yeah, one that I can actually read the labels on. Right. So. 
the area between Sandpoint and Magnamar is pretty open. It's not forest, but I was actually talking about the path that we were taking from Sandpoint to go up to the mountains, basically. Didn't we travel from Sandpoint to some mountains at some point? Hook Mountains, yes. Right, that path to the Hook Mountains. Okay, in that case, yes, it's cloudy. Especially okay. in that area. Well, I mean, I can only teleport. That's an action. So I'm there with them moving around. So. Yep. All right. So Voluntary is on the path up to Hook Mountain. There are some people on horses and thick, thick armor coming up from uh, the south towards <laughs> your direction. And you just appeared out of nowhere with three vampires in tow. All right. Let's find out what happens there. And you look like a blue dragon. You yeah, do. do. They lower their lances and charge. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they have not noticed you yet. Uh, number two heals up a little bit. I uh, believe that is the end of round four. We're on to round five. Volantre number one is awake. Uh, smack him in the face. Full attack. Not a chance yet. Oh, sorry. But he is awake. He stands up. And looks at you with hunger in his eyes. Hadassah, your turn. Uh, Moriv is standing back up. Uh, as soon as Safi heals him, he wakes up and starts screaming, Vampires! Vampires! They're everywhere! Ah! Be careful! Don't hurt that one! He's my brother! And then he looks around and he's like, Oh. <laughs> Where'd they go? They went to get a suntan. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Hadassah, your turn. So, Volantre and the three vampires are gone now, right? Yes. Well, uh, she moves over to Morgev and Safi, and um, with a lot of pent-up frustration and anger, tries to, spends a minute or two trying to visibly calm down. All right, so calming down round. Yep. Safi, your turn. Hadassah, you hurt? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So I'll give, uh, what's the guy's name? Morgiv? Yep. I'll give him a holy beer and fully heal him up. Oh, that's if you, okay. If you said 13 was half, then one drink will fully heal him. Yeah. Volantre, number three, heals a little bit, and it is your turn. Staring down a vampire. People on horses coming up from the south, they don't seem to have noticed you yet. I see them, though, correct? Yep. I scream out loud, run, vampires, and then I attack number one, or the one that healed up, number three, I think. Okay, what's the attack roll? Uh, for the first attack, uh, it's a gore, and that's going to be a 38. That's a hit, and he's unconscious. 28 points of damage, and I'm doing a lot more damage on top of that, so yeah, I'm just so going to go ahead and do the whole thing. <laughs> Dragging him down to your level. Yeah, I mean, it's either it's attack and just stand there looking at the bodies, or attack four times and stand there looking at the bodies. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> if there's if there's one body who looks a little bit more healed than the other, I will reserve one of the attacks for that body. Okay, that's good because number two is about to breathe back into life. But yeah. you attack him. Roll the roll the attack. Make sure you don't roll a one because I would love it if you sixteen failed. on the die. Okay, you're good. Roll some damage. Uh, Twenty six. All right, it's at least enough to keep him unconscious for a little while. Okay. Okay, that is the end of their turn. We're back around Hadassah, Safi, you are out of combat. You can chill. Volantre, they are all three unconscious. What do you do this time? Um. All right, so it's cloudy outside. What time of day is it right now? 
let's call it noon. Okay. And can I see an area like, you know, I'm in the middle of just the wilderness. But right. It's woods. The guys on the horses have kind of stopped and they're eyeballing you with this weird existence thing that has popped out of nowhere. It just yelled something about an umpire. Can I see where the clouds are coming from, if it's clear in one direction or something? It's a huge storm ripping across Galarian. There's not a single clear bit of sky anywhere to be found. You could get above them. No, no, no. You know that hurricane out in Riddleport? Not Riddleport. What do you mean? Not, not the Eye of, the Eye of Abendego is yeah. way, way south. Oh. Do I have enough information to go to that? No. You mean all the time I spent in Riddleport and we learned that there's a... You never uh, saw a map. saw that? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I guess I can't drop them. All right. There's, the next best thing. They are um, still covered in kerosene. FYI. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's, it's, it's just <laughs> it tastes <fire>. terrible. <laughs> It's just fire. I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. We have been to the priests in Magnamar, correct? Yeah. If not, we've been to the priests in Sandpoint. I'm going to greater, I'm going to not greater teleport. I'm going to try just regular teleport to one of the, to the, yeah, the priests in, uh, in uh, Magnamar who tried to heal my blindness. I went there twice. And she warned you to You're never come back here again. Yeah. <laughs> never come back there again. That's where I'm going. going to drop off three vampires. I'm going to drop off three lost. vampires in this priestess's <laughs> chapel. She can deal with them. Well, roll that teleport. Oh, my word. All right. So here goes. That is going to be extremely familiar for you. It's a 34. You're good. You pop into existence, and she hears that pop, and she just looks up, like, not even turning around, and just goes, why? What do I smell? I smell... Is that... <laughs> what is that? What is that smell? It's like a mix of death and mushrooms and kerosene. <laughs> and it, yep, it's you. It's you. And she turns around. I told you. And she's like half undressed like she was getting changed for her next appointment and she just looks she's like, she just throws everything down what vampires <laughs> you brought it's them, what's for dinner and you brought them here there's a storm outside otherwise I would yeah. have left them to rot it's been here for three days well I need help with these you have other friends. Why would you bring them to me? Just stick a stake through their heart, cut off their heads, and say a spell. I don't have a stake. <sighs> and she picks up a pencil, three of them, off of her table, walks over, jabs one into each heart. Greater teleport back to Hadassah and Safi, with the bodies still there I was gonna... in the place. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, as <laughs> Morgiv is uh, just like bawling in tears of his brother, who he noticed and recognized on the on the roof when they first walked in. That was the one that shot him, and he's just torn up about it. Poof! Volantre is back into existence with three vampires with a wooden number two pencil through their heart. Oh no! I left the vampires there in the. Did you really? <laughs> yes. I missed that part. No, I left him there. Yeah, he, he dumped him on her. <laughs> and she went, what are you? 
Lots. The next time we go to Magnamar, it's going to be overrun by vampires. <laughs> <laughs> we just started the, the, great the vampire, vampire apocalypse uprising. in Magnamar. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, she stabbed him in the heart with a pencil. She has the ritual that needs to be taken care of. If she doesn't do her job, it's not my problem. She's like a second level cleric. <laughs> this is not my job! You threw three vampires at a second level cleric. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> I hope. Uh, the title of this episode is Day of the Dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Volantre is back with you. Morgiv is crying. He sees Volantre come back. What did you do with Chonzi? I took him on a trip to Magnamar. Is he is he dead? Safi, did you say that the stake doesn't kill them? Well, they were already dead. They were vampires. I, I know, but we were hoping to save him. Uh oops. No, he's he's gone. Sorry. <gasps> he's in a better place. He's in a different plane. Uh, unless he was a bad guy, then he's in here. This is too much. I can't. I just can't. And he walks. He kind of like meanders over into the corner for a second. Sobbing uncontrollably. Safi will go over there. Put his arm around him. <laughs> Give him a beer. Explain to him how the multiverse works and that he's not dead. He's just in a different plane of existence. He's happy. Ask him about his brother and see what he believed in. And if he believed in some sort of good God. He'll tell him where he is now. <laughs> We, we, we used to, our ancient ancestors used to worship a being known as Lasala, and we have to, we, now, now, thanks to the fall of, now that we, now that we, now that the (laughs) fall of Thassalon is have, we don't believe in her anymore. We, in fact, (sighs) hate her. Hadassah, let's go with the Falchion. (laughs) I don't know who that is, but have you heard of Caden Kalian? No. Oh, Caden Killian, he's the god of freedom and beer, most of all, and he gives him another beer. He frolics around the, the great hunt in Elysium. It's where my family is. It's where I go see them when we're done here. Uh, you, you think about Caden Killian, and maybe when you finish in this world, you go to his world and live a life of freedom and happiness and joy. Maybe your brother there now, you know, maybe in Elysium, it depends... You may hate one guy, but uh, maybe another guy loves you and brings you there to do uh, your, your uh, petitioning to see if you can get into the, the gates and have a good afterlife, a different life. He's not dead. He's not gone. He's just somewhere else. It'll be okay. He's still in Magnamar. It, it sounds like you're describing some sort of afterlife after this one and the save. We, we don't believe in that. I... I can assure you it's true. I've been there. I've been there and I come back. He it's looks up. Nice Wait, what? No, you... seriously. Here, I'll give him another beer. You... <laughs> he is not taking any beer from you yet. Oh, okay. He's still okay. too upset. Well, I'm, I drink another beer then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, each one that you hand, he's like, no, no, not yet. Hadassah H- will it. kind of edge up and she'll kind of nudge Safi and and hold a hand out for the mug. <laughs> hand, we... it, hand, it, hand it off. No, she takes no, a sip the and hands it back. The saved have only have only been able to survive on our own, and we there we were abandoned by all of our gods. And then this hidden beast came in and uh, said that it would save us, and then it just started destroying our lives. And so we, in the last ten 
years or at least we have just forsaken all deities. Just, it's just not something we can do. I will talk to Caden and tell him about you and your plight and your brothers and see if he has any ideas what he can do to help you. But in the meantime, Safi love you and I, I'll take care of you. You, you're saying Caden, but what, you're saying he's a god? Yes, Caden Killian. Oh no, we we will not ever, the saved will never worship another being, only ourselves and depend on who we are. Well, self, self-serving, self, uh, what the word I'm looking for? I don't know if this is in the comment. Uh, taking care of yourself, that is very important. Caden Killian supports that. You don't have to worship him. He, he knows who you are now. He'll keep an eye on you. It's okay. We might have to talk about this later. And he slowly is starting to come down from where he worked himself up. Would would you like to go to the lair of the beast, or shall I continue taking you to to my to our leader, to my home? Uh, and Safi turns. Where were we going? We were first? we were we were going to go to my home, but I saw the fog that passed at our feet when we first got here, right before the vampires attacked us, and I... Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. The beast knows you're here. And we'll pick up right here next week. (laughs) Great. Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You'll have a wonderful night.